Welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. We are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. <laughs> Welcome to Spooky Saturday. Sorry. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spooky Saturday. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just wanted to freak everyone out. <laughs> I really hated that. I hated that a lot. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Aren't those scary? Yeah. I I actually didn't listen to any of these. I think my only context for what we're going to talk about is maybe Stranger <laughs> Things, because I think they did this in Stranger <laughs> Things. They um, kind of did. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of did, huh? A little bit. A little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. Look at all those chickens. Uh, The villain in Cypher XT. Thank you for subscribing. Sorry to scare everyone. (laughs) I have a whole list of these number stations that are just, like, so scary sounding. They're so terrifying. (laughs) Oh, well, how's everyone been? All right, we... Uh, put out our, well, we, I don't know if it's out yet, but we did our Patreon episode the other day, so that was fun, so. Yeah, it'll be out this week. We just recorded it, so we gotta, Jack's gotta edit it and add in the goofs. Yeah. Um, it was very fun, though. So my, my joy for the past, like, couple days has just been that Bernie meme. Yeah. That's the thing that's been bringing me joy. How about you, Kayla? I would agree. (laughs) I, I don't think I'm ever gonna get sick of it. Um, (laughs) I can't find anything wrong with it. I saw that BarkBox made Bernie Mitten toys. Oh my God, um, stop. Yeah, I'm, I think it's because we're, we are allowed joy now. We, we didn't leave we're that allowed event. Joy. Yeah, we didn't leave that event with a horrible, terrible, like, scar on our souls. We just, it's we were true. just like, this is nice. Bernie's wearing mittens. Uh-huh. And then, and then he was, you know, hold on. I been, I'm turning on my heater. It's very cold. Okay, my heater's on. I don't want to freeze. And then he was just like, more or less like, I don't care. I don't care that you like the, like, the, the, and then this, like, teacher, he was like, a teacher made them for me. And the teacher was like, I don't care. I'm not making you mittens. I was like, oh my god, this is also, this is also on brand. He's like, get to work. Get back good. to work. I'm Bernie. Yeah, get back, get back to work. But yeah, so that's been bringing me joy. We're allowed to be happy? I mean, I guess. Is that, are we? I feel like there's no creeping sense of dread anymore. I mean, everything's not perfect. Yeah. But I don't constantly live in extreme anxiety that something's going to be said or did that's going to just be terrible for all of us. So right. That's yeah. good. Yeah. The fact that, like, that Twitter is a safer, I mean, it's not safer, but, like, slightly less toxic, that's a good feeling. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else new. Mostly just been doing stuff, working, just New Year, New Year stuff. Taxes are due soon. Oh, shut up. Stop. <laughs> no, not ta- not soon, right? We got till April. 
I know. I want to get mine done early this year because I'm a boring adult. No, I'm going to do mine as soon as I get my W-2. So I feel you. But also, I don't want to do them because I know I owe a lot in taxes and I don't have it. So that'll be fun. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> Bernie raised a bunch of money by selling the sweatshirt with him on it and then just gave it to like Meals on Wheels. He's wonderful. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. Ugh. I, it's just that time of year where I'm like, the allergies are terrible. Like, it's cold. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. Like, what do you do with that? I don't know. You can stay inside and be nice and cozy. Yeah, but it's, it's water from the sky. It's scary. <laughs> it's nice. You can make ice cream out of it. I've, I usually do that if it's deep enough, but it's not gonna be deep enough there. No. You don't want, like, dirt never- cream. Maybe like pig or chicken, chicken scratch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Disney, I'm allergic to everything that's alive. If it's it's not the desert, I'm allergic to it. I'm only not allergic to the very, like the deep desert. Only here, Uh, only there do my allergies go away. Yeah, it's in the moisture. I feel like for me, it's the fluctuating weather and temperature. It's been really bad here and it just keeps making me sick. But Ugh. we persevere. Yeah, we, we persevere. Oh, but yeah, so that's good. Welcome to Spooky Saturday. If you're new here, uh, settle in. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, yeah, we, we appreciate you for coming to hang out. Kayla's got some cool research. So I was talking to a friend of mine and my friend who actually has Q clearance. So my friend has has actually she's actually has Q clearance like she's she's a she's a real a real Q. Oh my! <laughs> I want her to come actually on the show. I've been trying to get her to come on the show because I really want her to just not talk about obviously the stuff that's like like sensitive and classified, but like what Q clearance is and yeah, what why is that? it sounds weird. And why it's so dumb that people have made some, like, weird conspiracy theory out of it because it has nothing to do with, like, ousting, like, democratic pedos or whatever. (laughs) So I'm hoping that uh, maybe for this season, season finale, she'll come on the show and talk to us about it because I think that'd be super fun. Um, But I was talking to her the other day about it, and it was just really funny because I was just like, am I on a list for, like, going to Area 51? Like, am I on a list for that? Sure. She was, and she was like, "No, you're not. No, like." And she was like, "I think actually, her words were like, that's not like my department or <laughs> not <something>. my department." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay," um, but that made me laugh. Yeah, the first rule of Q clearance not talk about. Well, it's literally all it is is the highest clearance you you can have as a civilian. And she works with the she works for the Lawrence Livermore Laboratory. So it's like that's a like nuclear research laboratory. Oh. So it's like that's why you have to have high clearance because it's very dangerous and very like legitimate like things that are very sensitive it has again nothing to do with ousting <laughs> ousting democratic pedos. Oh my god. Um well, you all heard some of the number stations. Well anyway, why I was talking about my friend is that she was one that told me we should talk about number stations. Yeah. Because she was like, those are really weird and freaky and like from the Cold War and and more or less like T- TLDR <laughs> is that they're, they were ways that they spies communicated during the Cold War and even into modern day yes. because it was a one-way communication. 
Yep. And like all they pretty much had to do was buy a radio and be like, okay, I have a radio so I can understand what's going on. And they, they couldn't respond, but like their the people back in their home country could tell them what was going on and they couldn't be traced because it's this like shortwave radio or whatever, but yes. it's like really hard to pinpoint where it's coming from, more or less. So yeah, so if you want to start, Kayla, you can tell us. And then um when you're done, I'm gonna play some more because I <laughs> have some more that we can listen to. They're just so spooky. They're very spooky. And, yeah. And so we can hear a couple more and then um yeah, we'll go we'll go from there. That's a... Uh, that's it. That's I, again, it. like, I feel like my sinuses are so, like, stuck right now that I'm, like, unable to properly communicate. But I think, I think we're doing okay. We're so, Yeah, I feel like I'm, like, bottomed out, but I'm still here. I'm, <laughs> yeah. We're making it through. Everyone's still here. We still have to do the good work of keeping everyone informed of spooky things. So I was going to delve into just a more extensive explanation of what they are, because that's what I looked into, because I had no idea. So I found a website called waronthorocks.com and it went into the history and how they work because like I said, my only experience I think with these is Stranger Things because I think that was maybe in the la- the third season they kind of yeah. talk about or like they, they show that there's like these radio transmissions and it might have been teased in an earlier season, but I remember it and being like, oh, spooky. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so initially, uh, number stations were coded messages that were first used during World War I via Morse code. And eventually they they or they always used shortwave, I believe, or that became available in the 20s. Initially it was Morse code, and then it went in the 20s to, to shortwave stations. And that is because shortwave, it, like ref- it has a ion reflection or something. However that works, it reflects in such a way that it travels a massive distance. And so that made it more accessible when you are doing operations in foreign countries. So, and even to this day, they have seen proof of these still being used hmm. to this day, and they still operate on shortwave stations because of that reason. Yeah, one thing I couldn't find was I couldn't find where it was like, this is how you tune into a number station, because I guess they're on timers most of the time. Hmm. I don't know if I delved into that, but it probably is on here. I took some notes. So in World War I, they were sent in Morse code via low and medium frequencies. Shortwave was in the 20s. It, it, shortwave is directed at the ionosphere at an angle and then reflects back down to Earth is how it works. Hmm. And like it, therefore, it travels a greater distance, which is okay. bonkers to me. All of this is bonkers to me. I do not know yeah. how people do it. I'm, I sound, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay. sure. Okay. All right. I got you. Ionosphere. Yes. <laughs> So basically, the way I'm going to read to you how this works, because it makes no sense to me. I'm I'm ready. It sounds like it uses made up math, and I can't even do normal math. So yeah, yeah, this is not our strong suit here at Spooky Saturday. Nope, not at all. So these signals can be heard all over the world. So the messages are encrypted. And so they are encrypted using a one-time pad, which is the only mathematically unbreakable encryption system. It is usually a sheet of paper with random numbers in groups of five or more digits. Typically, the letters of the message are converted into numbers and are added to numbers from the notepad using a simple mathematical operation known as false addition. 
The result is then transmitted. The recipient uses the same page from his own one-time pad and extracts the plain text message by applying false subtraction to the encrypted hmm. message. The procedure is simple. And I'm like... <laughs> Mm, well yeah you've already like like that's already that's already triggered my math anxiety yeah. so like <laughs> i'm like please never send me one of those i'll never know what you're talking about because the procedure is simple is it is it <laughs> um so basically the only way it can be decoded is mm-hmm. if the third party that is trying to decode it gets access to these one-time pads okay so it's sometimes possible for counterintelligence either using double agents or if they can capture someone and interrogate them that had the one-time pad to be able to to get that information. Okay, so all I can think of is, like, a piece of paper that's the equivalent of, like, the little orphan Annie spinner from a Christmas story. exactly. That's what I think, too, because it has to be that, because they're saying the way it's unobtainable is because it's literally a piece of paper. Yeah. They did recently decode the Zodiac Killer cipher. I which, love the like, Zodiac Killer. I mean, I don't yeah, love him, but like, unfortunately, that was just like the ramblings of a of a crazy person. Like, sorry, yep. didn't mean crazy. You know, a madman. Like, mad uh, it was like, it was a rambling of a of a person who was clearly just a murderer and was like, "I'm chosen by God to murder people." Yeah. I was like, "Whoop, whoop, uh oh, don't do that." I feel like what held them up is because he misspelled paradise because he has he has this belief that the people he murders will like take care of him in the afterlife. Yeah, uh, but he spells paradise with like a C. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, just as an aside, Kayla and I have been trying very hard because I feel like it's part of our vernacular to not say crazy because it's ableist. We're doing yeah. our best. I'm trying. Doing our best, but occasionally I say it. And so you can you can check me in the chat and just be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, no. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better. The, the next step in these numbers channels was from 1945 to 1956, the CIA and the British Secret Intelligence Service dispatched agents to support anti-Soviet guerrillas in the Baltic states, Belarus, and Ukraine. Most were captured with the radio transmitters and code books. So that's an example of how they were able to, is because they ca- caught people who had the books and who had oh, the way to decode it. There's no other okay. way. Yeah, that makes sense. I saw one where they caught the person because I guess they're like, I have an article on it. They're like, it was in Britain and it was a, I think it was a Russian person or something. And they, like their radio, like, didn't work and so they could trace it and they were like whoop and just found them oh my gosh <laughs> yeah so i guess like, like there's a pot there's a way for them to find people i guess i don't know um and they actually this article does go into tracking them it does it actually does delve into this so they they say that decoding the message is impossible without those pads but you can still track them and study them right so a man named william thomas godby or havana moon First made number stations logging popular in the 80s. And then huh. later, Simon Mason wrote a book called Secret Singles, the Euro Numbers. For the last two days... Secret Singles doesn't sound like it's Secret a number singles. station. Whoopsie. Oh, I thought you said singles. No, I probably I did. Like, I can't talk. Secret Singles is the new spooky Saturday dating site. Yeah. <laughs> Secret Singles in your area. You don't know who you're talking to. You just know that they're close by. No pictures. <laughs> only a picture of a cryptid. So you'll never know each other. You don't know who you're matched with, but they're very close to you right they're now. They're very close. They're as close as they can get. They might be behind you. Stop. I hate that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> there are, uh, for the last two decades, there have been two major groups 
who are who have been tracking them enigma 2000 and numbers and oddities so you can look those up to kind of see how they've tracked down these different stations so i'm guessing you just have to track them via shortwave signals and you just land on them and i think uh that's how people they they got popularized i think people were just messing around on their radios and they end up on them and they're just like what the heck is going on yeah yeah well there's a couple that like so <laughs> this website is wonderful it's a uh, spynumbers.com so it and if you look at it this website been around a while and though you know those are my favorites you know those are my favorites that look like they've that they were absolutely made Ooh, like in the tripod.com yeah yeah so spynumbers.com oh. has a bunch of listed ones they so they can pinpoint it one i found was called the yosemite sam and i thought that one was interesting because it was a number station that they pinpointed outside of albuquerque close to albuquerque new, Me- new mexico they can't pinpoint exactly where it is but they could get like the city oh so that's interesting that is interesting and it's been, tra- it started, trans. the weirdest thing is it started transmitting December 19th, 2004, disappeared on December 23rd, 2004, and then came back in February 2005. Oh, I mean, they took a break for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Possible. I I don't know if there's a recording of it. I'll try and find one because I want to see if I can find it. It came back. Took a little Christmas, br- Christmas vacation. Came right. right back after that. Oh, here. Here it is. Okay, I'm going to see if this one will play. Here is the Yosemite Sam number station. Weird. It It was a short eight-second data burst followed by a Warner Brothers character, Yosemite Sam, saying, environment, I'm going to blow you to smithereens. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well... If you could hear it, it was pretty quiet, but I had to, like, scroll through someone's, like, you know, algorithm, like, beginning of their YouTube video saying <laughs> that this video needs to be, like, t- 10 minutes. What's okay, up, guys? Here's the, what you, yeah, what's up, guys? Here's my number station. You scared? Yeah, me too. Here's the, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. So I think this article goes on to talk about no, the the rise or the popularity of number stations uh, started in 1960, um, and there was a drop in activity following the collapse of the Soviet Union since many intelligence agencies using number stations were linked to the KGB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of Russian Russian spy things. And Oh, and they do say that they're very sneaky about it. So sometimes the sponsor of a station is not as self-evident as you would think. For instance... Not all Russian stations transmit in Russian. Sometimes they transmit in English or Spanish. Polish stations transmit in English and Russian. Usually these attributions hmm. have been made by signal triangulation and measurements of signal strength and direction. Whatever that means. Lost me there. <laughs> Geometry. Uh, I don't know. So I think they talked about one of the more recent signals being from north korea i think is maybe the most recent oh that makes so much sense of course north korea is the ones who are like like it's still like the cold war there like it looks like the cold war like they're under lockdown and they're like yes we still have number Mm -hmm. stations that makes perfect sense yeah so it was it was yeah yeah and i can't i thought they mentioned why 
Oh, okay. After a halt of activity from 2000 to 2016, North Korea has resumed broadcasting coded messages directly from its state radio. Hmm. And they disguise it as mathematics or physics problems for quote unquote distant university students. And the intended recipient is indicated by a song played before the transmission and an identification number given at the start of the message. So they're the ones acting. Yeah, there's using always it. a song. There's always a so I song. I guess that's how they identify who it's for. Like you're associated or your group would be associated with a specific song. Ew. And then you're like, okay, this is for me. But it's it's always spooky. Yeah, I don't like that. Ugh. So I guess like the main question I have, I don't know what I guess, you know, during the Cold War, obviously, there were specific uses in mind. It's a lot of intelligence work. Yeah. What could be... In North Korea... I don't know. I don't know about North Korea. I don't even know if I want to talk about North Korea. But, like, in general, (laughs) if... You're on a list now. If someone is using one of those stations now, like, if the government were to use this station now, what information would they want to transmit in such an encrypted way that they don't even want to, like, use regular modern technology you know i don't know i mean it, it it could have something to do with like nuclear codes or or like the fact that like maybe they're getting messages that like maybe they need to go a specific place like if i'm thinking about like how like it's cold war related it would have maybe been spies in in a country like looking and seeing like oh like looking to see what nuclear capabilities they had and so my guess would be maybe they're getting sent information about, like, places to go or people to meet up with or, like, you know, rendezvous mm-hmm. points, maybe. Like, some, it, that's what I'm thinking. It could be something like that. And if the spies don't know who the other spies are, maybe it's saying, like, this you need to meet up with another spy. You know what I mean? Like, it could just be that kind of stuff. But my guess is it's very, like, it's very, like, nuclear weapon related because that's, st- like... Putting that anywhere where someone could find it is like it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's or like or like even like like classified technology because like like they I read this one art this I have this BBC article that I read I can link you guys it just gives you another like quick pretty much overview of what number stations are. Oh, yeah, here's the one where the guy was arrested. It says, in 1989, a Czech spy was arrested in the UK because his equipment was faulty and it radiated into other people's flats. His, like, numbers signal said he was unlucky when the Kuskou? Kuskou? I can't. I hope I didn't mess that up. Kuskou regime collapsed. There was a cessation cessation of broadcast from Romania. So, like, they caught someone because their their equipment was messed up. Yeah. I would like to believe that it's, you know, part deep in my heart, I always say that it's aliens because, like, I feel like this is the way they could transmit information that does not have it's true. a paper record if they wanted to, like, mm-hmm. just have conversations or be working on technology or something Here's back and forth article. in such a way where it can't be intercepted or researched by other people. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. And, like, I feel like anything that could, it could, I mean, anything that could be sensitive, anything that could be sensitive that's not a common thing and you don't want people to get a hold of, like, it could, I mean, it could be, like, secret weapons. It could be alien weapons. Who knows? Like, I we don't know. I also like the thought that crossed my mind of could. Chescu. Thank you, Baron Snowhand. I appreciate it. Chescu. Oh. That's it. 
chess coup regime. Um, I will. My Eastern European is not That's good. Fine. Mine's mine's <laughs> even worse. I mean, so. I even I even put them all into one language in my head. There's there's multiple. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's many countries in Eastern Europe. My pronunciation of all of them is bad. Yeah. I think that another thing I like to think about is that stuff like this, where you are reflecting signals off the ionosphere and triangulating things, makes me want to think about like transmitting across dimensions because i i think about that yeah. a lot when we when, when i look into these stories and when we had that submission of like that weird voice that got recorded like i think that uh, sound uh, that's the yeah, like oh sound my god cross dimensions so more than likely and i just like thinking about that and how it scares me like what if that's like what if you can figure out how to transmit a message through time or through a dimension, right. like that would be really cool. <laughs> I just really like that. Yeah, I think that'd be super cool. I mean, there's, I love the idea that these number stations could be transmitting through dimensions. Yeah. I think that'd be super sick. Like if they're coming from a different, a parallel universe, and maybe that's like how they communicate with each other. Like that. Or be if you so could cool. just figure out how to make sound travel through time, I I feel like that would be rad. I mean, I would hate it because think think of the coded messages different governments would send through time. But right? I mean, imagine if we got to that level. Like, why has this maintained to the year feasibly? Maybe it's still happening. Twenty twenty one. I mean, it sounds like it's still happening. These things are still being transmitted. Yeah. Why? Like, what are we? Why we haven't figured out anything better? I guess than than this by now. Like, I I'm surprised at that. Yeah, I know. It's it's really weird. It's really weird. And it's, and there's, and they, it's like, you can't, they sound spooky. Like, it's just like, they're, they're, perp it's like, why are they a children's voice? Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing worse than a like, child. Here, let's, let's listen to a couple more. Let's listen to a couple more and enjoy just how, how absolutely terrifying they are. I'm looking at the ones that have the most views, so I'm hoping that they're the scariest. <laughs> are you ready? Oh, this one's in Spanish, I think. Or maybe not. It's just more numbers. So this one, that one doesn't say what it is. This one says it's it's counting in Polish. So. And I can hear like Morse code in the background. So it's like multi layered. Yeah. Mm -mm. There's this one. Ugh. Ugh. This one just says the buzzer. Ew. That was just someone leaving their cell phone on the table. <laughs> That's horrible. I hate that one. That one has the most views, though. Probably because it sounds terrible. Or views. I'm on SoundCloud. <laughs> That's where all this lives. SoundCloud. This all lives on SoundCloud because it's a thing called the the Con Conet Project or Kone. I don't know if the T is silent. I'm not sure. It's C O N E T. It could be French. I'm gonna say Conet. The Conet Project. I'll put the link in the chat and in the show notes. But you can go ahead and just put those on. You know, you want some light, light sleeping some, just noises? Some cloud. 
just some SoundCloud. Oh, where's the... There's some... I just want to play one that's like... Oh, here. This one just says Nancy, Adam, Susan. What's this one? What? That's it. I don't like this. <laughs> I know. Oh, this one's famous. This, this one's cherry ripe. This is a famous one. Yeah. Why? Incarn incarnation? That that's like sounds like Morse code. Two. Five. Yeah. I don't know. It's huh. just Mm. I'm I'm very invested now in the concept of these like <laughs> traveling through dimensions or time. Like I think, like I wish I need to rewatch Stranger Things because I feel like that's kind of what happened. I don't know. They were sending some kind right. of intelligence messages about the. Demons. They were doing it through lights. They were doing it through light blinking. It was like uh, I think it was Morse code through the lights. Oh, yeah, it was it was similar, but through the little light. The cherry ripe one, I couldn't hear. It's it's a song. It's like lyrics or like notes from a song or something. It's a British song. But ugh, I know it is very it is very uncomfy. That is a good. It's just not, not okay. Yeah, and they're all really scary sounding. I know it does sound like Daleks. Yeah, it does sound like Daleks from Doctor Who. That's what it sounds like. I bet there's. I think there is a Doctor Who episode on these. I know there's a. I've seen multiple TV shows and movies that have number stations in them because they're so spooky. All right. I'm going to, like, write a letter to someone and see if we can figure out how to send <laughs> one of these through time. Um, that would be great. That's my... I can ask my friend with Q clearance. Thinks you can just send in a memo and be like, yeah, hey. Yeah, is that possible? Like, hey, got an idea for you. What if I <laughs> made this travel through time? I just think about Interstellar yeah. because, you know, the two things that can transcend time and space are... Gravity and love. Make him stay, Merv. So what about sound, though? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how science works. I just like sci-fi, so. I feel like, yeah, I think it is. I mean, sound work does that, too. But if it's light, sound, gravity, like, I feel like it's all connected. Ooh. Yeah, Cat's Up, I knew there was a, there. I knew there was a Welcome to Night Vale episode about it. It's very on brand for that show. I never show. finished that show. I feel like I should go back and listen to it. I didn't either. It just turned into fan fiction and I got <laughs> tired. I'm sorry, everyone. Like, it was, it was great. The first, like, 30 episodes or whatever were awesome. And then it was just like, let's all make, I was like, no, I just want to be scared. Oh, fandoms ruined it as per usual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it was wonderful while I was listening to it, though. Yeah. I never read the book either. I know they came out with a book, but I just wanted to be scared. I, got, I, I bought the book because like, I wanted to know about the show because I never listened to it. And then I never read the book and I don't know where it is. It's in my house somewhere. <laughs> That's the other thing is we're waiting for that. I'm so excited to get that book. I know. When does that ship? That ship's this week. It's this week. Yeah. If you haven't pre-ordered it, everyone, I will tell you what it's called. I'm, a, I'm looking at my order. Book club. It is extraterrestrial the first sign of intelligent life beyond earth and it is it releases i guess on the 26th because that's when it says it's arriving at my house yeah so that's tuesday everyone I'm very excited i'm so excited i'm excited that's gonna be a good book 
But yes, that's the that's the gist of number stations. So what did you did you delve into anything else about them other than like just examples of them or did you find anything particularly startling about them like other than their existence? I mean, cuz that's enough. I mean, I I just like I found the actual like the actual ones. But like it's mostly the stuff I was just talking about. But it's it's I mean, it is spies, like more yeah. or less, like intelligence. It's a, it's like a, a way to, to, to handle intelligence operations that are occurring in foreign countries, yeah. basically, but also probably aliens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And on this BBC article, it says like a former GCHQ officer who does not wish to be named, whose duty was to intercept signals towards the UK and search for these number stations in the 1980s, is also adamant that these were broadcast to agents in the field or in residence or directed to embassies. So that's, an, I mean, because he says it was one way traffic. The transmitters broadcast numbers to the recipient and the recipients did not reply. Right. So do you, do you think, I guess the, the pad part is like, you could just mail that to someone. And if someone were to only find that and not necessarily have the radio station or know what's going on, it wouldn't yeah. matter. And it says, like, more or less, if you have that pad, if you have that decoding thing, it's on paper. And so the example in his article was, like, you can flush it in a toilet, burn it, or eat it. And I'm like, I guess you yeah, could yeah, eat sure it. if you wanted to. <laughs> I guess you, you could. You could burn it. Eat paper. <laughs> but you could just burn it. <laughs> you don't have to just eat it. <laughs> It's almost as if paper Uh. is highly combustible, but less easier to consume. And it says, enthusiasts might be fighting skeptics about the station's real purpose, but it's certain that they aren't a pure product of imagination. And the guy who did the Kone or Konet project said, if you don't believe so, you could always get yourself a shortwave wave radio, wait till the nighttime, and then start scanning for them. So what is a shortwave radio? I know bupkis about radios. I I don't know either. I mean, I think is that the kind like you can make out of a potato? Oh, what you can make one out of a potato? <laughs> I don't know. It's like well, I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't know. You got me real excited. I was I like, th- I'm gonna do a craft. I mean, you can make you can make a radio out of a potato or like something a light. Oh. No, it's a light. It doesn't last long. Talkiespy.com, <laughs> the best shortwave radios in 2021. Oh. Interesting. Says despite the surge of digital technologies and internet expansion in the 21st century, shortwave radios are still used around the globe for long-distance broadcasts, emergency stations, survivalists, and even the military. Interesting. Says a century ago, those radios accounted for more than half of the world's wireless communication, even if the technology is old. However, some new models will strike you with their modern design and convenient functionality. Oh, you sold me. (laughs) It doesn't tell you why they're different. Yeah, I'm looking, I googled shortwave radio, and I'm like, is this actually, oh yeah, it's a signal type shortwave, you could check that on Google. Um, There's some expensive ones, and then there's one that's saying it's $13 at Lowe's, and I'm like, I could swing that, Lowe's, thank you. Huh, I wonder if a lot of basic digital clocks are shortwave radios? Shortwave radio is 3 to 30 megahertz, so it's in a, it's a certain bandwidth of sound. So I guess like other radios are within a different bandwidth of sound. Oh, two twenty. Wait. So, but Cognoggin says shortwave is literally that a radio that uses twenty nine point seven to three point five megahertz. Okay, so it's a certain amount of megahertz with of signal. Interesting. 
Which I guess means that it's like, what I'm really asking here is, can we make yeah. one? Or like, can we buy one for less than 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah, can can we make one? We tried to make a spooky Saturday number and we kept, we still didn't finish. It. I bought that that number and then I was like, uh, whoops, I don't know if I want to keep paying for this forever. <laughs> yeah, no. But no. maybe we could make a shortwave radio station, which sounds infinitely more complicated, but wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? If there's an app, make your own number station. That'd be awesome. How to make your own shortwave station. Do I have to point it at the ionosphere? I don't even know how any of this works. (laughs) How to build a shortwave radio. Oh, they have them for $100. Wow. 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 That's going to be the next trend after VTuber avatars. Yes. Building short yes. shortwave radio. Oh man. Okay. I don't know. I found a website that says Uh-oh. how to build a homemade radio that really works, and it just has this like collage of items, and it's like um, jumper cables, copper wire, one of those telephones attached to a, a squiggly cord, what? A glue stick, <laughs> some electrical tape, and I think that's. I don't know what that is. What is that? Uh, what? A diode. So I'm going to build my own radio with a glue stick. So come for me. That's all I'm saying. Magnet wire. Oh, they have illustrated steps. I could totally do this. Confuzzle Dish says everything in reality is waves, light, sound, energy, matter, etc. Radios just transfer vibrations from a high frequency to one that our ears can hear. I, yeah, I hate that. Thanks. Oh my gosh. Look at what I'm going to make. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture. This is what I'm going to make. I'm probably not going to make this. I don't have any free time. Let me show you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, send it to me. Okay, Kayla's going to make us a shortwave radio. Look at this serial killer radio. <laughs> I'm going to build it. <laughs> oh my god, is that where's the potato? The potato. Anyway, here's here's what Kayla's going to make us. This is going to be the spooky Saturday broadcast. If there's device. anything I've proven about myself lately is that I'm completely incompetent. So I doubt this is actually going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> but how cool. Apparently this works. I don't know that I believe it. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, add a potato. Maybe you could just put a french oh, fry yeah. on top. I could do that. I could get some McDonald's Frenchies <laughs> and just like stick yeah. it on the top. Yeah, just have a thing of McDonald's. Just a little container. Fries. Just bloop. <laughs> oh my god. Hold on. This doesn't oh seem god. that complicated. Would I shock myself somehow with this? Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, radios have never like been that but what if i do this right? and i like connect the cables and then i travel through time Ooh, that's possible right all right i wonder if i could do this this doesn't seem that expensive i'm on a budget here i gotta pay for my taxes <laughs> in a couple months yeah don't do just wait just wait we can get the number of stations from anywhere it's fine but it's a, i want to build this ugly box i know i'm trying to do a bit and it's taking too long <laughs> Please hold for a bit. Hold on. It's going to be funny. All right. I'm waiting just for wait. it. Why? Why? Okay. What? Come on. I just want to do a bit. I'm, I'm, in, I'm waiting in anticipation for this bit. Fine. I'm just, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> it's, I just like, it's not going to let me do what I want to do because it's all, it's all a lie. Wait, the chat mentioned a crystal radio kit and I found this thing that looks like it was made in the nineties. So I immediately like it. It's bright purple. 
You mean, oh my god, a crystal I'm radio kit? I'm very invested. I don't know. It just looks like it, it looks like you would be buying this in the 90s. This, Look at this. Here's, here's my bit. I was just gonna put, I was gonna put these take french fries <laughs> on top, but it wasn't a PNG. It was a fake <laughs> PNG, so that's why it took me so long. Because all of the PNG nows are just fake PNGs. Yeah, this, I mean, this already looks like I made it, because that's probably what I would do, because I really like McDonald's french fries. They're very That's good. Fair. They're just like cardboard. I don't know, like salted cardboard. They're very comforting. Very good. Oh, here. I got a better one. Why have they got to lie about their PNGs? Like, what's the point? I know. What's the point if it's not a real ping? <laughs> what's the point? What's the point? I guess it's funnier that it has the PNG background, but I'm, no, I'm going to yeah, make it better that. now. Make it high. This We are a high quality production. There. Here. There. <laughs> There's Kayla's radio. That's my radio. If you would like to build along for those with me, on the podcast, yeah, I just there's a crappy picture of a really crappy radio with just thing of French yeah, fries. That's on top. what that's my radio. <laughs> oh. oh man, I want some French fries. I had some earlier. Um, what? I had, I, not McDonald's French fries, but I had other French fries. Oh okay. Wow, but I sent you a link to the '90s one. It's a crystal radio kit. Ooh. It just. It, I'm confused. Learn how a crystal radio works. Safe. What? Sold, solderless. I know how to solder. Educational. I'm fun. Crystal diode converts RF to audio. Ooh. Ooh. I think... I no batteries required. How? How? That doesn't make any sense. There's got to be batteries. I just... I Here's feel like I'm a radio. himbo without the beefiness, and I never know what's going on, but hopefully... <laughs> hopefully it still counts. <laughs> Maybe there's a potato in there. Wow. Wow. Do you just push the button? There's like a big yellow button in the middle of this big purple thing that says crystal radio. It looks like you would see it advertised in the 90s. Like, order today. It's only $9.99 with $13.95 shipping and handling. Well, we've solved we've solved this case and now we all know that we can build a radio. Wow, I'm really excited that there are multiple ways to build a radio. You can use a crystal. Yeah, why is there just one giant yeah. button? Like does it I don't know. You could use a crystal, you could use a glue stick, you could use french fries. There are so many ways in which you could build a shortwave radio and get started on your own time traveling number station today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say like what I would like shortwave or what I would like the number station to be are I would like them to be fun, interdimensional sounding, yes. like neat, like, oh, they're coming from another dimension. Whoa. But it's probably just like boring spy stuff in reality. Uh, no, I choose to form my own reality. And I think that they have discovered how to send messages through time. And they are transmitting these messages to the future um, and possibly the past. That's interesting. Um, midnight... TQ in chat says, have you seen WebDriver Torso? It's a YouTube channel that posts weird videos of colored shapes and high-pitched noises people thought they were secret codes. I didn't even think about looking into YouTube. I didn't either. That sounds like it's just... It's called WebDriver Torso. It just sounds like it would be West's YouTube channel. And people like yes, find West's does. channel and they're like, this must be a secret message. And it's just West. It's not. It's just cat dog. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, look it up. I, I, I'm I afraid to, like, bring it up because okay. it might be, like, wow. Okay, let me know. see. But I didn't even think about that. That you, could, I mean, but it would be easier to pinpoint someone's location. Does that make sense? Like, 
from yeah. YouTube. Yeah, they would Someone owns they the channel. They wouldn't do that via the internet. Like, that's the whole point is why they don't. Oh, this is weird. It's just, a, yeah, it's just a bunch of shapes and a bunch of random letters. What the heck? And tones. Ew, hey, I I'm going to mute myself so I can listen to this. I, oh. Ugh, gross. No thanks. This is going to be on my suggested now. Gross. But I think it stopped. It says fall from a year ago. Weird. What the F? Yeah, don't like that. I hate that. Yeah, don't like that. I'm going to link it in the chat to you guys. It's just... Oh, why? top video. Web driver Torso. Google's secret YouTube channel with over 600,000 videos. Explained. Is that like explained? Like beyond belief explained? It's or like some guy actually... named Billy Styler. Explained. <laughs> okay. Explain it to me, right, Hang on, I'm gonna mute myself. Explain. Yeah, thanks for telling us about that. I, I don't I didn't even I didn't even think about seeing having something like that on YouTube, but it makes sense. That definitely makes sense now. Because it's almost like a number station, it's just a like visual audio version of it. I'm sorry, I can't watch this to give I you the it. answer because the voice is like this is the mysterious Google station <laughs> called WebDriver Torso, and we are investigating it today. Please, please like it. Yeah, subscribe. that's what it's, I can't listen to this. I'm like, did somebody summarize this, please? And nobody did. So thanks. YouTube comments no. are useless. Yeah, well. I'm sure he didn't actually explain it. Oh, Midnight TQ said that they think it was it was just a, it just turned out it was just a tool for testing bandwidth. That's boring. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it says, talk with Tatsu, uh, says, WebDriver Torso is a YouTube automated performance testing account that became famous in 2014 for speculations about about it, uh, then unexplained nature and jokes featured in some of its videos. Created by Google on 7th March 2013, the channel began uploading videos on the 23rd of September of the same year, consisting of simple slides accompanied by beeps. It was brought to public attention in 2014 when it became the source of speculation for viewers who discovered it and noted these atypical videos featured. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Or it could be secret messages to the future or past or another dimension. Uh, I I also agree with this. I, I want that so bad. Can you imagine? I'm writing this scenario in my head right now. Like, what... What if you could do that? What if you could send a sound through time? What if that is the weird yeah. ghosts that we hear in recordings or things like it that? It's be. just memories that have transcended time or messages that have like transcended time. And because technology just yeah. messes with stuff, I think, in ways that we don't understand. It certainly messes with our brains and our brain chemistry in ways we don't understand. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's why all of this other stuff is happening. It's it's not good for yeah. us. Like, we don't know how to deal with it. Our brains and everything haven't, like, evolved to be able to handle this many people talking to us at yeah. once. It's insanity. We've never dealt with it before. Oh, God, no, bees of war. <laughs> Webdriver torso videos followed by even creepier Spider-Man tickles. No! Frozen Elsa. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no. Well, you don't like Spider-Man. We don't and do Elsa? that here. We don't talk about that. You don't. We don't. You we don't, don't know talk about, about that. Spider-Man Elsa videos with like seventy the million creepy views because people just leave. Then because people just leave YouTube on. Next, for their next children. thing. Next thing we're gonna go into is that creepy guy who dissects gummies. Are we gonna get into that now? Oh my god, gimme the gimme guy. 
Det er Gummi, det er der Gummi. Uh, well, now we have to link it to everyone no, who haven't seen it. Maybe he's a spy. Sh- Maybe he's a spy. Gumi. <laughs> I feel so traumatized uh, by the one I saw. They, that they would love if we did an episode on Elrads. I don't know what Elrads are. Um, I don't know what that is. Please inform us while I send everyone Stop. this Gumi. Don't. Please, everyone in the chat, please don't click it. <laughs> you will never get it out of your brain. Trust me. It will haunt you for the rest of your life. <laughs> Talk about a oh message that transcends so time. That's the gummy man who di- so, dissects is it like gummies. Gone? Where is it? Uh, I don't want to. I want to find the actual video. People have, have re-uploaded it so many times. Oh, it will never die. It's too weird. Where did the? Where's the real? Vi- where's the oh real gosh. video? Guy who dissects gummy rat. Oh yeah, gummy rat. <laughs> it's like autofills. The first one, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, here it is. Hello. Yes. Nice is room for the <laughs> Today we have a G-Line B-Line oh Pink Rat Gumai Kandai. G-Line B-Line. Pink Rat Gumai Kandai. 17 million views. Open, so he can. Anyway, that was the voice. I'm going to link it in the chat if you want to watch the whole thing so you can make me upset. Well, I, I just, I, 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 I'm thinking of you. And how you will never not think about this now if you watch it. If you click that, there is no going back. Because I've thought no. about it pretty regularly since I saw it. It haunts me. Since you yeah, saw like it? Yeah, like years ago. Like what? When did that come out? Like a couple years ago? Four years ago? Yeah. Five? Yeah. I still like, it'll like it's bad. pop in my it's head. Bad. Because it's just, I do not know who that video is for. I do not know. Oh, okay, Roxy Rondel. Let's 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 pull this car into the Kay. station happily. Ta- <laughs> happily, they wanted us to do a thing on those sound devices that the military. Oh, what uses. are those? The is that what the L L Rads? Yeah, the L Rads. They're like those. They're like those those things that they like pull into crowds and use that cause like extreme pain, just caused by a noise. Oh, is that like that weird um, the noise that people made people sick? You remember that? We talked about that once. Oh yeah, Ooh, it could be similar to that. Yeah, um, but it's really messed up. Like they and they were using it, like they were going to use it on protesters, and then they didn't. Oh wow! So that's like sound warfare. Yeah, like they have these abilities and all of these like machines, and they used none of them when the Larpers took over the capital. So I don't know, like I don't know why they have it if like they're not using it for yeah. some reason. So. Oh, they used them in Vietnam. Okay, well, that's that's why. They used it for a horrible, horrible, horrible war. But yeah, I think, like, that ties into harp. I saw that someone else said, like, said harp is also really interesting. Harp is weird. I've seen a lot of conspiracy theories about harp, and I don't know which one is, like, which one is the most viable. Interesting. I've never heard of this. Yeah, you haven't seen the sound thing? There, I saw a video of a guy getting, like, as an experiment, it was a guy getting hit by it, and he looked real upset. Like, it looked like it was extremely painful. Um, I see an article in 2014 where the U.S. Air Force notifies Congress that they intend to shut down HARP, a controversial Alaska-based research facility that studies in an energetic and active region of the upper atmosphere. Yeah. Frick. And everyone thought it was aliens or, like, 
5G coming to kill us. Or it's the ionosphere. All you know, well, yeah, like all that stuff. Everyone's like, it's 5G. No, it's, it's the ionosphere, which is where stuff. they reflect shortwave radio signals. I learned today. Uh oh. Yeah, it says the U.S. military is interested in the ionosphere because this portion of the atmosphere plays a role in transmitting radio signals. HARP sends radio beams into the ionosphere to study the responses from it. One of the few ways to accurately measure this inaccessible part of the atmosphere. Why are we messing with the atmosphere all hmm. the time? Why are they, I, I don't know, but they need to <laughs> stop. <laughs> like, we need that. Please stop. Yeah, that would be a good episode, actually. Uh, HARP. There's a lot of stuff on HARP. Like, there's a lot of stuff. And uh, the LRADs or whatever they are, I don't know that much about it, so that'd be an interesting read as well. I wonder if there's any books on that, because I would be interested to read to read yeah. that. I think our next episode, though, is because we're getting in that book next week, so we're going to be covering that book. If you want to read along, read with us. Well, we will put it in the show notes and in the chat, because um, it's going to be a fun little like book club. If you're part of the Discord, we can talk about it, too, as we're yeah. reading it. We should have a book club tab in the Oh, Discord. I can make one. We're going to get the book Tuesday, though. Can yeah. we finish that before Saturday? Probably. Maybe. How big is it? Yeah. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that long. Watch. It's like yeah, it's like this pages. big. It's all, it's all <laughs> math. And I'm like, uh oh. Just all math. Oh, no. No, it's fine. But yeah. Well, that's that's it. That's that's what we that's number stations. That's what we, we figured out. We did it. That piece of forest said, oh, it's 240 pages. That's not that's bad. Not we can bad finish that for Saturday. Good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I like, if it's also like chapters, so I'm like, I'm, I'm a good skimmer reader too. If I see things that are, you know, I can like go through it. So. Excellent. I'm excited. I'm really excited for that. Oh. Oh, hey, West is in the chat. Oh my hey, gosh, West. West. West posted the blushing pigeon and said this icon was 420 seeds. Tight. 420. We dopest dope we'd. I've ever smoked. Uh, welcome, West. We were just talking about spooky number stations. Here, we'll play one for West. Here, West. Prepare. Here. Well, you want to be weirded out? Let's see. Uh, this one's in German. But not as weirded I out as the gun. No, this one sounds spooky. I don't want West to ever I'm find that video. Yeah. Send that to him. I hate this one. It's like just. I'm Wes says that this was his ringtone in high school. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes, it's perfect. Yeah, so we're about to we're about to jump into some stories. Story time. I think it's story time. Hold on, my mom's calling. She's calling on a number station. Just sending you beeps, beeps and boops. That's how you communicate from Alaska. Yeah. yeah. Everyone say, everyone say hi to West. We we all know, we all know West. West's famous. West is famous, and his zine is for sale right now. His new one. It's true. So it's mm-hmm. at one eight hundred westsmithbigcartelcom I think I typed it earlier today. Yeah. But you could get the zine Royal, which is very cool and very neat. And cool. also he has another one on there called Instant, which I illustrated on top of some pictures. Yeah, you should get that one. Get the, get get Kayla and West Art. Get it, get it all. Great. We were just talking about we might do one. We might do a, a collab. Be fun. Oh, you and West? You so, should do it. Yeah. yeah. I want to do more art, so <laughs> no refunds. <laughs> no refunds. No refunds. You, must, you must enjoy it. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm sorry. It's top secret. Well, this is a top secret yeah. feed, West. Only those who are invited may enter. It's fine. Yeah. Only the, the this is a this is a secret number station only broadcast to Twitch. But yeah, I'm sure I'm sure we're we're probably a little bit behind on stories. I haven't even I haven't even checked. So I think we're I think we got some good stories. Yeah, for we this got a week. couple. Let me know when you're ready, and I have one queued up to read. Okay. All right. All right. Ready. Story time. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. All right, this one comes from Natalie. So thank you, Natalie. Um, And Natalie's story is, I grew up and live in rural Eastern Kentucky, and my family has been here for for generations. This is a story my mom told me happened to her when she was about eight or nine. So I I had to have happened in the late 1970s. When she was little, she and her sisters and their one girl cousin, Shannon, would spend a lot of time at their mama Kaiser's house during the summer. They would often stay over helping their elderly mama with her farm chores since she was very old and their papa had died when my mom was very little. It was some real Anne of Green Gables stuff. All the girls are going to go stay with mama for a few weeks of summer vacation. The house my great grandmother lived in was very old even when my mom was a girl. And like I said, she lived alone. It was an old two-story farmhouse built in the 1890s. Sadly, it was tore down when I was a kid to make way for the new highway. Mama Kaiser's bedroom was on the first floor next to the living room, and the spare bedroom was right above her room. That was where the girls slept. They all just shared a bed since it was a bigger bed, and they were all family and young enough to sleep in it comfortably. They never saw anything spooky around the house, but one night something strange did happen. My mom says in the middle of the night, the bed started shaking violently and it woke them all up. The bed just kept shaking and shaking, eventually levitating off the ground and shaking so hard none of them knew what was going on. Being young and scared, they started to cry and scream and yell for Mama Kaiser. A few moments later, again she was very old, my great-great-grandmother eventually made her way up the stairs to the room. My mom says as soon as the door was starting to open, the bed lowered itself back down to the floor and abruptly stopped shaking. Mama Kaiser's Kaiser was madder than a, than a wet hen, <laughs> was madder than a wet hen, and asked the girls why the heck they were making all that racket. When my mom and the other girls told her what happened and asked her if she heard the bed shaking and hitting the floor, she responded, I didn't hear nothing except you girls screaming like a bunch of polecats, and for them to just go <laughs> back to bed and not wake her up again. So it's polecats, polecats? Yeah, that's a skunk, a polecat is. Oh. Oh, that's what I didn't. I yeah, didn't know people that. People calling that. I didn't know that a polecat yeah. was a skunk. <laughs> that's amazing. So, so what do we think? Oh no, yeah. What do like we think? That. Fact or fiction? Saucefire says polecat. Oh, are around reasons. here they mean skunk. It's always meant skunk around here from me growing up. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, polecats, weasel, skunks are all the same genus. I didn't know that, but skunks got a fun, like, Pokemon power by stinking Ooh, people. Yeah, so. po- apparently there is a 
thing called a polecat in Europe, maybe. And then it's also a colloquial, what is that term? Colloquial, colloquial, nickname for a skunk. So it also means skunk. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say fact. I'm leaning towards faction, but I'm just going to say facts. Why not? Well, guess what? This story is 100% true. You were right. You got it. <gasps> you I were was right. right. I'm, on a, I'm doing better than last week. <laughs> uh, so this story is 100% true. And my mom says that's the only time anything like that's ever happened to her. So thank hmm. you, Natalie, for sharing that. That's awesome. And uh, now we know what pull yeah. cats are. There's a lot of yeah. funny terms, I think, in the South. <laughs> West. Dude, what? That's crazy. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what's West. crazy? The ghost or crazy. the polecat? The, the ghost. Maybe the polecat. <laughs> I don't know. It's up to West. Okay. <laughs> the whole last story, he said. <laughs> the whole last story. All right. Ready, ready for, for the, the next, next one? one? Okay. H- Hello, Spooky Scouts. Oh, should I say the name? I guess so. Dave A. This is from Dave A. Dubs. Growing up, I would sometimes talk to my imaginary friend. Pretty normal for most kids. <laughs> I yeah. guess that's fair I guess that's fair at least that's what I thought as I started to get older I began to see her less and less but still felt she was around eventually I decided to just ignore the feelings because I was at the obvious age where kids didn't have an imaginary friends anymore it is important to note that my mother and I lived with my grandmother however once we moved out of my grandma's place the feelings stopped entirely and I began to forget that they were even part of my childhood hmm Uh, Ten years later, my grandma passed away, so my mother inherited her home. I wanted to help her pack up what was left in the house and move in her items. After we worked all day, I was too exhausted to drive home, so I just grabbed a movie to watch in my old room, now guest room. When I went to sit on the bed, I got a weird but familiar feeling in my body. I looked around but saw nothing to cause the feeling. I looked at the dark screen... Uh, of the TV and saw a black figure with long wavy hair sitting next to me in the reflection. When I looked with my own eyes, I could see anything. I couldn't see anything, but it got colder and I heard a breathy, it's Amelia. Then woke up my, then that woke up my body enough to force myself to drive home. The next day, my mom called to ask why I left last night. And when I told her what happened, she said, Amelia was the name of my imaginary friend. Oh no. Oh, gross. Yeah, gross. My imaginary friend was a little cat with bat wings, so I don't know, in a robe. That's really cute. Yeah, yeah. And my cat's name was Cookie, so its name was, like, I drew it, too, a lot as I a just, kid. His name was Cookie. Cookie Zimmy. I feel Zimmy. like I just that was pretend name. that Animorphs and Pokemon and Digimon were real. I didn't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I And I wanted to believe Animorphs was real, real too. It's still real to me, yeah. damn it! I still want to find that box. I want to the find cube. that box. The cube. I want to find the cube. I want to find that cube. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna have to say that this one is fiction. All right. I think this is too spooky. All right, all right. <laughs> I think it's too spooky. I gotta fix my sign. <laughs> I think it's too spooky. And also, West confirms Digimon are real because they're digital. So I agree with this. They're oh. Real. Okay, yeah. All right. I'll, sure. Sure. All right, Wes. Well, Holly, you specifically, you specifically I... are correct. It is fiction. Yes. It's a made up tale. Yes. Yes. I'm on a roll today. You are. We got to find a tricky you one. Win. With a no. light switch. We'll keep... I need a win. I need a win, <laughs> Kayla. 
Well, I have another one oh. ready to try and get you. No, I need a win. A full, yeah. Or can you get um, everyone? Did they say, did they just say that this was fiction? Yep, that's was all they fiction? said. All right. Thanks. Th- that was a really good one, though, Dave A. Dubs. I think it's, I think that's really spooky. Like, I like yeah. the concept Ugh. of how spooky it is. Uh, Cat Bear, if they say it's true, I mean, why should you believe it? I don't know. If you say it's true, we're just going to say it's true. It's like, it's literally like the show Fact or Fiction where they say yeah. it happened. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. If I want to, <laughs> I choose dark. to believe in certain things and disbelieve in others, just like everybody else. Yeah. Also, it's just, it's just way more fun that way. We use the Scouts, yeah, scouts honor. honor. Yeah. Yeah. We use the Scouts Honor. So that way we know that you're not going to, you're not going to, you know, boogity boogity. Us. Don't lie to us. Would you lie to the two of yeah. us? Really? Come in this Don't. house and lie. Don't, Don't. do it. Don't. Okay. All right. Yep. Here we go. Ready? Story time. <clears throat> so this one comes from Nada Doc Martin. A while back, the Armand episode reminded me of the story from when I was younger, and I finally got around to finish writing it down. When I was little, my dad had a pretty robust collection of books on different religions and the occult, and I spent a lot of time reading them and then talking to him about it. One day, when I was around 10, we were sitting in the basement and discussing the concepts of past lives and reincarnation and how people sometimes remember events that didn't happen to them. After talking for a bit, he paused for a moment and then added, like you when you were little. Confused, I asked for more details and he told me a story. When I was about three, he took me to the beach where my grandmother lived. I was building a sandcastle when suddenly I had looked up and out at the water like I was in a trance. I turned back to my dad and told him, in the other world, my name was Pabo and I could swim. My dad, Humoring what he assumed were a little kid's imaginative ramblings, prodded me to go on and tell him more about Pabo. He said that I went on to describe, in detail, life in some sort of mountain village. Living in the suburbs of Boston, I would have had no exposure to a setting of this kind. I talked in detail about going fishing. In reality, I didn't go fishing once until I was 11. From this point on, for about another year, I would bring up Pabo and his life periodically, the story's increasing in complexity until I turned four when it seemed like I abruptly stopped talking about it. My dad's story ended there, but last year I gained some additional context from my mother. When I was four, just before we ended up moving, my mother came into the kitchen and found me playfully jabbing a fork into the uncovered outlet on the wall. <coughs> Uh-oh. There were scorch marks on the wall. The fork was mangled, but I was entirely unharmed. Could Pabo have been, instead, a spirit protecting a young child and telling them stories? I certainly have more questions oh. than answers, and I don't personally remember any of this. Ugh! Okay, so that phenomenon, we should talk about that in an episode, too. We need to write these down, because, like, there is a book called Many Lives, Many Masters. Ooh. And it's about it's about children that talk about their past Ugh, lives. God, children are so scary. And there's lots of them. Like, there's lots of them. There's lots of, lots and lots of accounts of children talking about past lives. Like, enough to where it's really spooky. Like, super spooky. So, I believe that this is fact because, unless it's just, like, made up because that's a real thing. Just to, to get us. But I know that, that this is a, this is a real phenomenon that happens. And, like, kids, kids don't remember once they get past a certain age. I... Hate Isn't that, that awful? Children scare me. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I will let you know that Not a Doc Martin confirms that this one is 100% real. It happened. No! Not a Doc Martin. Even no! the electrical outlet part. No! That's what that helps children to do no. that. Don't stick things in there. Not a Doc Martin. That's that stuff is so spooky. It's you gotta check out that book. I remember reading it when I was really young, like probably like in high school, because I was like, "This is spooky. I'm gonna yeah. read about it." But it's and uh, there's a bunch of other books on it. I don't even know if that one still holds up research wise, but I know it's the only one that has research on it. I don't know how like woo woo or religious <laughs> it is, but I know it has. Because sometimes it like sometimes these books get too woo woo or religious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, it's too much. But I want to he- like I want the hard facts, and that book does have a lot of um like research and interviews with these children who actually have like a extremely similar experience to you in that. Gosh, so. I hate that. We should do that one because we could do yeah. that with Armand it's cool, again. Though. He said he would do that, like the past life regression. Oh my god! No, I don't want to do. No, I don't want to know. I want to do a past life regression. <laughs> so scary. But so he said scary. he would do that. We should do that with him. No, oh, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, it is an ancient belief, which is interesting. As far as the like fork in the light socket thing goes, I don't know. I think that's just a, ch- a child. A child being a child. Because <laughs> I definitely in in uh, high or no uh, elementary school remember a kid in class just a hundred percent doing that and like zapping himself. Ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. All right. Okay. Next. Yes, next. Story. The next one. Get ready. Buckle up. I didn't see a sign off on this one, so I would just call it anonymous. Okay. All right. Um, here we go. <laughs> the cultist obscura. Yes, it is 420 on a Saturday. Is it 420? We joke. Oh, it's 720 we... here. No, it's a. Oh, yeah. Okay, see, it doesn't count. Kayla's not here. All right. Anyway, we. Uh, I've lived in Virginia all my life, though I have moved around the state plenty while I was a kid. One summer while we were living in Mineral, mm. I guess that's the it town. Is. I went on a weekend-long camping trip in Shenandoah. Okay, real quick. Is it Shenandoah or Shenandoah? Uh, Shenandoah. Okay. Shenandoah That's Valley. That's where I live. Um, oh, nice. I, I, did, I w- always didn't know how to say that. With my, at the time, girlfriend. We had borrowed a friend's camper for the trip, hoping to get a few days to decompress and relax. We'd reached the site around 1 p.m. after some not-quite-perilous off-roading. Uh, as we turned the truck around to back the camper in, I felt my right tri- tire drop. Sure enough, it was stuck in a hole, probably just an old den that had collapsed or something. It was only after I had gotten the truck free and we investigated the hole that we realized we had driven on top of a cave system. Ah! Not sure which system we'd stumbled upon, if this even was a known system. We'd made note of the hole so they wouldn't get stuck again and set up camp. That night, my girlfriend woke me up, saying she heard some sort of weird noises outside. I tried telling her we were in the woods, things were going to make noises. Then we both felt something push against a camper. My first thought was that it was a bear looking for food to steal, so I went to turn on the outside lights, hoping to scare it away. Turns out it wasn't a bear. Crouched in front of our camper was a tall, pale humanoid. It looked like someone took a person and stretched them. I could even see its rib cage pushing against the skin. What really made my skin crawl, though, was its head or lack of a head. The thing's neck still moved as if looking around, and a long, narrow tongue moved in and out of its stump. Ew! God! God! (laughs) We were too shocked to say anything. Probably for the best, we didn't. The thing shambled around the side on all fours for for five minutes, even if it only felt like a few seconds. Then the thing went over to the hole we'd marked 
Uh, we'd marked. We could hear the sounds of bones crunching as the things began to fold itself up and crawl back into the what? hole. My girlfriend said those were the sounds that she'd woken up to earlier. We stood there watching as the sound of scratching came from the hole before becoming more and more distant. We barely slept at all for the rest of the night and packed up and left as soon as there was daylight. She never really talked about what happened, but I have little doubt she thought about it all the time. Oh, God. That's a really, that's like a really terrifying image. Just like a tongue coming out of a stump. It feels, it feels real to me here, here in oh, the Shenandoah Valley. God. <laughs> oh, God. Seems, seems no. believable. You know, the, the Shenandoah, the Shenandoah no. wildlife. No. I, no, that, no, it's fiction. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. I feel like Mm-mm. now I'm obsessing because I'm like, I know I say Shenandoah, but then sometimes like, I feel like part of the Appalachian accent is to just like not fully pronounce words that you're saying. <laughs> just to not say Because it. I do yeah. that all the time where I'll just be like, blah, 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 and like, it'll just trail off. And I'm like, I think that's the accent is you just give up yeah. when speaking. Okay. So, okay. you know. Yeah. Okay. But. So it could be it both. Could be both. It could be but both. I, Shenandoah. Shenandoah. Uh, existential crow. That's what I, I would have been like, bye. No more camping. Sorry. Camping tip trips over. <laughs> Good, goodbye. Cognoggin, it's Appalachian. Appalachian accent. Ap- I don't know. How How do you pronounce the, the what I'm saying out there? Appalachian? Yeah, but what is the way that other people pronounce it? Appalachia? Appala- Appalachia? Appal- Appalachia? I don't know. I've hung out with you too much, so now <laughs> I say it how you say it. That's good. So. That's the correct way. <laughs> yeah. Well. This isn't true. It can't be. <laughs> I refuse. can't be. I refuse it to believe. Be. It can't be true. Um, It can't. Well... Guess what? It's fiction. You're right. Thank God. <laughs> we created it. If that, if that, if someone saw that, if someone saw that, like, that close, I just, I would have just, like, shot myself to the moon. <laughs> just, just, like, left. gotten on a rocket and just, goodbye. Just left. Just left. Um, but great horror story. Wow. Yeah, that one was that very could, good. That's great. I don't know if this, whoever made this up, if, uh, that's a wonderful creature design. I don't know if you've seen it before, but... Boy, is that a scary creature design. Just a thing with just a tube, a tube with it. Ugh, really scary. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I'm um, not a fan. But yeah, reality, if that was real, I feel like any, like you would just left. I wouldn't have stayed there. I wouldn't have stayed there. I would have left. I would have gone. I would have gotten out. Gotten out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would have never returned. It seems, I don't know. Oh, Big Bad King Boom Boo, is that from you? Well, it was wonderful. Thank you. They wanted to scare you, Kayla. Nothing they sc- scares me. I get to see the <laughs> stories and the answers to them. Uh, but also, uh, I, I think that Cheater. honest cheating, I cheating, I do believe that what what our friend Big Bad King Boom Boo accomplished is, I think what is so scary about around here is because we, there are a lot of caves. There's a lot of old growth, old woods mountains caves so something like that i I, is something that i've thought of creatures coming out of the caves you think of these things because there are so many places that these things can be hiding so (laughs) it could be a real thing around here i don't know we can make one up it's fine not a doc martin said uh king boo boo said you love that you have to leave your name off now because you have a reputation (laughs) (laughs) that's good it's good though i love it Oh, you write creepy pasta? Okay, I can yeah, see I that. Yeah, I can see that. That was good. I enjoy them thoroughly, though. Like we enjoy the fiction as much as we enjoy the for fact, sure. Because I feel like any any story is a good story. 
Oh, yeah, some of the caves were used to brew illegal hooch. For, yeah, gotta get that hooch, that moonshine, that shine. Yeah. yeah, I mentioned this. My grandfather helped put the lights in one of the caves around here Ugh. where, uh, oh. and he, it sounded very horrifying because you just go oh. back, like, you're installing the lights. So, like, back when it was no way. I think it was Luray Caverns that he did. And my dad told me about that, and he just was like, it was very scary, and it's, like, endless. Like, that stuff could go on forever. You could keep con- continually discovering new sections, and they do. They find new sections of caves all the time. They're, like, f- the size of a friggin' football field. And I'm like, you cannot tell me that stuff is not living down there. Like, more than just, like, creatures or, like, microscopic organisms. Like, the deeper uh-uh. you there's got to be stuff down there. Ugh. 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 Yeah. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Well, I have another one pulled up if you want to do one more. Yeah. Yeah, let's do one okay. more. All right, it's ready. So this one comes from Behemoth Pulse. I was living in an apartment on the north end of Denver between Denver and Boulder, Colorado, and a part of Denver called Westminster when I found the coolest one-bedroom apartment that was affordable and in my price range and my aesthetic. As I was living there, I quickly came to be aware that there was an entity in the apartment with me outside of myself, my dog Aura, who slept on the bed with me, and my two ferrets, Rhythm and Rhyme, whose cage was in the main room of the apartment. Those are cute ferret names. That is names, really just cute. <laughs> Uh, night after night, my dog, normally a very chill and very dead to the world when she sleeps dog, would wake me up in the middle of the night, pressed against me in my bed, doing that low, threatened growl, like, uh, growl when she would just shake and shiver against me while laser focused on the door. At first, it was just her growling. Then she would do those low boofs, like there was something waiting on the other side of the door. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love when dogs do that. In the same way that dogs act when they know there's a bear in the backyard. This happened for a couple weeks, day in and day out, but I would just try to sleep through it and continue on with my life. Almost every night, Aura would wake me up, pinned against me, shivering, growling, and doing those low boofs at the door for about 30 minutes before, like a switch, she would calm down and settle back to sleep. After the first two nights, I started locking my door at night to my bedroom, even though I live alone. Then, one night, everything seemed to shift towards something much, much scarier. Aura woke me up again, growling, and finally working up the nerve, I sat up, fully awake, and stared at the door like I was almost daring whatever it was on the other side of the door to just come through it. Then I heard a massive crash coming from the kitchen that sounded like someone had broken something fragile or a brick had been thrown through the window. Throwing caution to the wind, I rushed into the main room of the apartment and found three of my ceramic plates laid flat in the sink when I had gone to bed, shattered against the kitchen linoleum into way too many pieces than just falling off the counter would have caused. Oh. Curious, I yelled into the empty room and told whatever was there to, just to leave me alone, that only good energy was allowed in my home, and that I wasn't interested in its bullshit anymore. There wasn't another activity for the rest of the week, that week, until one night, once again, Aura woke me up, pressed tight against me, shaking, low growling, and boofing once again. This went on for about 20 (laughs) minutes, and I, at this point, was just getting more frustrated to the point that I once again sat up to address the door and whatever was on the other side. To my horror, what I saw next was one of the worst experiences I've ever had in my life. And I'm going to pause and remind you that I'm pretty sure this is the wooden mask person. No! The wooden mask demon. So I'm very, I'm not looking forward to how this story finishes. As I watched, the handle of my door slowly unlocked itself. 
I heard the door unlatch and was pushed open into the room. Aura began barking more rapidly, clearly upset, and in the dark, all I saw was an empty door frame as the door swung open and there was nothing standing there that I could see. Oh, but no. Aura clearly was acting like she could see something I couldn't. As I was just saying, man, what the hell? The door swung closed and I could hear a terrifying noise coming from the main room of my apartment that sounded like a distressed animal sound. Standing up and rushing to my door, I swung open the now unlocked door and ran into the room to find the source of the noise when I turned on, turned to see one of my ferrets, Rhythm, cowering in the corner of her cage and barking in a panic while the other ferret, Rhyme, was pinned by some unseen source to the side of the cage. Aura was panicking and barking loudly from the bedroom doorway but wouldn't come into the room. Rhyme was screaming in a panic and thrashing but couldn't, but couldn't move. And as I stood there trying to figure out what to do and how to help him, I saw his right arm get pulled through the bars of the cage and he lifted off the floor of his cage and his arm twisted violently to the side like something invisible held him and torqued his paw. Like a flash, he yelped one last time and he fell backwards through the bars and landed in the bedding in the bottom of his cage next to Rhythm, who immediately began checking on him and helping him and whimpering. He woke back up and began limping and shaking in the corner of his cage. After about five minutes of panic, Aura finally began calming down and I was able to immediately take both Rhythm and Rhyme to the emergency veterinarian to get checked and taken care of. Luckily, Rhythm was uninjured, just shaken, but Rhyme had suffered a compound fracture to his right arm, no. like it was twisted until it broke. After this finally happened, I surrendered both ferrets to the Humane Society and was assured a week later that they had found a family together uh, because they were a bonded pair and were well taken care of from there on out with a loving family. After this occurrence and after surrendering the ferrets, there were a few more instances where the door would unlock, open, and close by itself until finally all activity ceased. Oh my god. No. Uh, were they okay? Uh, I guess the ferrets went on to live with someone else, so they're okay. No. That's terrible. But it's sad to have to give them away. Yeah. <laughs> what? Sorry, Wes just said, what the fuck? This shit happens. My life is boring as hell. <laughs> no, Wes, don't jinx yourself. You don't want this shit. Oh All right, first God. you got to guess before Behemoth Pulse tells us. I mean, I this sounds like a fact to me. They haven't led us astray before. Uh, would they? Would th this time? Wouldst thou? Wouldst thou? I don't know. <laughs> we'll give, I'll give them a little bit to answer if they're if they're in there. Oh, they did. Behemoth Pulse confirms true. This story is true. Oh, no. That's so scary. Oh, and the ferret got a like little that. cast. No, no. <laughs> a little, like, footy cast. But recovered afterwards. So that's, that's good. good. That's good. Well, that's terrifying. Cool. Wow. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you for that, Behemoth Pulse. I Animals can always sense the paranormal things way before humans can. Mm -hmm. Way, way before. I told you my one cat heard a ghost. I yeah, told you, you the told footsteps. me about my cat. Yeah, my cat turned and heard footsteps. There's no one in the house. Mm -mm. Super weird. Behemoth Pulse, you were the one with the wooden mask demon thing, right? Like when you were a kid. That was horrible. Because I remember, I will never forget that. That's another thing. Along with Gummy Dissect Man, this will also never leave my brain. Give me. That, I'm taking that to my grave. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, that was also them. The, the wooden mask thing. I am sorry. Ugh. You have an interesting life that yeah. I do not wish to experience all those things. Nor do you, West. 
You don't want that. No, yeah, nor do you, West. You don't want that. Your house already floods. Like You, you have, have enough, enough problems. problems. You have, like, weird roommates <laughs> who leave on boats. It's, like, you're fine. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, well, what a, what a wonderful episode. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Scared, got scared, made some French fry radios. Oh, yeah. Talked about spies, aliens, other dimensions. Remember, next week we're going to have our book club. Yes. Our book club episode. Starting it's Tuesday. Gonna... We'll get the books Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the Discord. Um, if one of you have the link for the Discord, we'll shoot that into the chat so that you all can come join if you feel like it. And I uh, remember, yeah, if you wanna if you wanna submit stories, please submit them to spooky Saturday stories at gmail.com. And make sure to tell us your name, what do you want us to call you, your Twitch name or whatever. And if it's fact or fiction mm-hmm. or faction, which is a true story that you've altered to be more spooky. Yeah. Which is also <laughs> great and really fun. Yeah. A similar event did occur, if you will. A, yeah, a similar event did occur. <laughs> But yeah, well, thank you all for watching. Um, Make sure to take care of yourselves. It's winter. There's still a pandemic. Uh, Drink water, all of those things. You know, stay safe. And uh, yeah, we will see you next weekend for our special episode about this other, this uh, alien, the turd that flew by Earth. The turd? In 2017. So to recap, the... (laughs) The book It's a turd. It looks like a turd. It it does. The book is called Extraterrestrial, The First Sign of Intelligent Life Beyond Earth. So you can go and pre-order that now so you'll get it on Tuesday. It's by uh, Avi Loeb. Yeah. So check that out. Or you could go to your local local friendly bookstore and pick it up in person if that's a safe thing for you to do and social distance. True. Or you can get it delivered. Totally up to you. I miss going places. Me too. I miss uh, eating inside of a place. Yeah, me not too. Not in my car. All right. Well, we're not much. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk to you all soon on next Saturday, and we'll see you again. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> West just said, "Come kick it, dude. My house is clean as hell." I hate him so much. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at kaylakline.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at wheatgrowinghens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, You can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. If you want to toss a coin our way, you can offer the podcast some sustainable support by subscribing to Patreon.com slash Spooky Saturday. Spooky Saturday airs live Saturday on Twitch.tv slash WeCrowingHens at 3 p.m. Pacific.